Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Apostle E.A. Ajay. Apostle E.A. Ajay is the founder and pastor of Devotional Light Church. He is also the founder of the Jesus the Answer campaign and an author of several best-selling books. Devotional Light Church is a vibrant church with people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to E.A. Ajay. Really, really open your heart to receive this. Amen. Because if you ask me to summarize Christianity, this is what I will say. Or if you ask me to tell you what the secret is, this is what I will tell you. Yeah. Praise the Lord Jesus. I will tell you that this is what? The secret. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. So I want you to receive it with all your heart. Today we are going to read loads of what? Scriptures. Because I just want you to see this in the scripture clearly. Amen. Now, Christianity is based on sacrifice. Amen. Jesus said, he said, unless you carry your cross and follow me, you cannot become what? My disciple. What happened to Jesus when he carried his cross? He was sacrificed what? On the cross. Amen. So the cross means what? Sacrifice. When Jesus asked us to be saved, many people don't understand. He said, All he that are heavy laden and bedding, come unto me. I'll take, I'll give you rest and give you my yoke. But my yoke is what? Lighter. <laughs> so it's not an easy way out. Matter of fact, there's nothing good that is easy. Amen. No, there's nothing good that is easy. Praise the Lord. So, yeah. so you mean you bear a burden. You see, Jesus said it. Many people don't realize it or I don't know what they think. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. And another place he said, unless you, de- you must deny yourself and what? Follow me. That's sacrifice, isn't it? Amen. Another place he said, unless the seed die, it abides what? Alone. So that's sacrifice. But so Christianity is what? Sacrifice. Like we've come here, we've sacrificed our time, isn't it? We could be sleeping, we could even be at the shopping center by now. But we've postponed everything. So if you are not willing to sacrifice your time, you can't serve God. You sacrifice your money. It costs money to serve the Lord. It costs money to follow your call. It has cost me a lot of money to be following my call. No one has been funding it. And I mean over the years, over 10 years. Yeah. When I bought my first tablet, eight years ago, Blackberry, I bought it by myself, my own money, because I was teaching, to teach. When I bought my first iPad, I don't use iPad, it's just for the teaching. No church gave me money, nobody. I wasn't even a pastor. When I bought my four-in-one Bible, I wasn't a pastor. When I bought my concordance, 50 pounds, I wasn't a pastor. We have concordance, you don't know. <laughs> you see, when I bought my 
Bible dictionary. I was in Ghana. Ghana, it was expensive. One million plus. Yeah. I was financing it myself. The books I buy recently, when all the things got burned, when all the things got burned, all my books are burned. So I decided to buy some key books that I need for this season. Books I've read. So I just bought about six books and a new Bible. 110 pounds. Then I realized my books that I've bought with my own money, that I've read, is over 1,000 pounds. That's the schooling when I became a Christian. This is for the past eight years. And because the 10 books set me, no, the six books was like 100 and something. So I'm saying, even to serve God, to, to follow your call, it will cost you money. Yeah. It, it, so if you don't want to sacrifice money or anything, you can't even follow your call. You can't. It will cost you money. So people who don't want to spend, they will never grow in their call. <laughs> You're a keyboardist and you've never paid to be taught. You won't grow. You don't want to spend time, sit for hours learning. You, you won't grow. And all is sacrifice. You have to sacrifice. When you, any, so Christianity is sacrificial. Amen. Amen. Please, do you understand? But I'm not talking about sacrifice today. But I'm just telling you how you cannot serve God, how you cannot follow God, how you cannot amount to anything without sacrificial life. Because it's not one of when you are fasting, that moment you sacrifice your food, isn't it? In the morning, the afternoon, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Please, do you understand? Yeah. I hardly watch TV. I hardly watch movies. The time I'll get to watch, there are so many videos that I need to watch. It's a necessity. I have to watch. I mean, crusade, Christian videos, you know, to be soaked up in the anointing. So what time will I get to watch? So I have to sacrifice the program, the documentaries. I have to sacrifice it. <laughs> Praise the Lord Jesus. Yeah. But the Bible in First Samuel, chapter 15, verse 22, say, there is one thing that is greater than this sacrifice. You can't do without sacrifice. But the Bible said that thing is greater and better than sacrifice. And that is what we are going to look at today. Amen. And you need it. Without this, as a Christian, you amount to nothing. Read it for me. First Samuel chapter 15, verse 22. Hallelujah. Amen. But Samuel replied, mm-hmm. Does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much as in obeying the Lord? To obey is better than sacrifice, and to heed is better than the fat of rams. So even though Christianity is sacrificial lifestyle, the Bible says to obey is better than sacrifice. Meaning your obedience to God is better than your sacrificial life. Meaning obeying, if obeying is better than sacrifice, meaning obeying is higher than what? Sacrifice. Matter of fact, if you obey God, you will live a sacrificial life anyway. But no many people can sacrifice without obeying God. You don't know, I know. A brother called me, he's been, he said, I've been fasting for the past month, up and down, fasting, why God is not... After he spoke, I said to him, brother, all the fasting, everything you are doing, you are doing it for yourself because of that problem, not for God. You don't even care about God. You don't even go to church. You don't pay tithe, don't pay offering. He said, yeah, it's true. You see, he didn't realize. Whatever sacrifice was doing for himself, 
not in obedience to God. Say, if it wasn't for this problem, you wouldn't do what you were doing. Because he was trying to ask me, what do God want me to do? You see? I say, you must, you know, you understand. So you can sacrifice without obeying God because that moment suits you or you are dying for it. But if you obey God, you will live a sacrificial life. But my point here is, say, obedient is better than what? Sacrifice. Sacrifice. So the ultimate thing for a Christian is obedient. Uh, Obedient. Many Christians are not obeying the Lord. Amen. Look at why, Jeremiah chapter 7 verse 23. Look at why obedient is better than what? Sacrifice. When you take out, it is your obedience to God that make you a child of God. Nothing again. (laughs) Not your prayer. Even though if you obey, you will pray. Read it for me. Jeremiah chapter 7 verse 23. Uh But I gave them this command. Obey me. God gave them this command. What is the command? Uh Obey me. Uh And I will be your God. He said, obey me and I will be what? Your God. Uh And you will be my people. And you will be my people. Meaning, if you don't obey me, I will not be your God and you will not be what? My people. Isn't it? Finish it for me. Walk in obedience Mm -hmm. to all I command you, that it may go well with you. Amen. Amen. So he said, walk in obedience to all I command you. So from this scripture, what makes one a child of God? Obedience. Obedience. He said, obey me and I will be what? Your God. So this is what today I want us to look at. Obedience. I call it the master key. It is the only key that it can open any door. Can open any door. So from this scripture, if you are not obeying God, then he's not what? Your God. Mm-hmm. You can say, think of it. Why do you think Jesus said, many will say, Lord, 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 I serve you in my name. I cast out devil in my name and say, I don't know you. You are not my child. In other words, I'm not your God. Why? Because they will not be obeying God. Because it is obeying God that makes him your God. God. That makes you a son of God. And obedient is the master key. Jesus said the same thing different way. Look at John chapter 8 verse 31. Amen. John chapter 8 verse 31. This is just to introduce. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. John chapter 8 verse 31. Yeah. To the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, If you hold to my teaching, mm-hmm. you are really my disciples. Amen. Amen. He said, if you hold on to my what? Teachings. Amen. To Please be reading NIV. Okay. No, no. Yes. But yeah. He said, if you hold on to what? My teaching. Hold on means if you obey my teaching, then you are my what? Disciples. In other words, if you don't hold on or if you don't obey the teachings of Jesus, you are not what? His disciples. That's what Jesus says. It's not the one who say, Lord, 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 Lord. He said many will say, Lord. He said, it's not the one who say, Lord, Lord, Lord. It's my what? Disciple. But the one who obey my commandment. <laughs> so, obedient is the master key. 
The Jeremiah we read, it says something there. He went on to say that he may go well, well with, with you. you. Meaning, if you don't obey God, it will not go well. It's that you. simple. If you ask me to summarize Christianity, I say to obey God, it's that simple. Any Christian who is not obeying God will have challenges. Amen. Because obedience is the only key that can open every door. And when you read the Bible right from Genesis to Revelation, everything is tied to obeying God. The higher you go, the more dangerous it is. Because now you just don't obey the Logos word of God, which is the Bible. But the words that the Holy Spirit speak to you, like start Jesus' answer campaign. If you don't obey it, you are in trouble. Like start healing service. Hey, if you don't obey it, you are in trouble. You understand? Today, my target is just to show you in the Bible. You see that everything you want or people want, which we call good, is tied directly to obeying God. Everything. Everything. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 8 to 10, please. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 8 to 10. 30? Yeah, 30, 8 to 10. Today we read a lot of in Deuteronomy today. Amen. It is true of the Bible, but we just stick to Deuteronomy. And Deuteronomy is an important book. Amen. It's an important book. Amen. Because Genesis is the beginning. Exodus is people of Israel coming out from what? Egypt. Amen. Leviticus is the law. But then Deuteronomy, God begin to address them. That is when you realize that it's all about you when you come to God. Yeah. So read Deuteronomy chapter 30 for me. Today, I'm not going to talk plenty about obedience, like why you should obey. No, I just want to show you in the Bible that everything you want from God is tied directly to your obedience to Him. Deuteronomy chapter 38 to 10. Hallelujah. Amen. You again obey the Lord. Mm hmm. And follow all his commands I am giving you today. Then the Lord your God will make you most prosperous in all the work of your hands and in the fruit of your womb, the young of your livestock and the crops of your land. The Lord will again delight in you and make you prosperous just as he delighted in your ancestors. If you To the ten. To the ten. It is ten. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you obey the Lord your God and keep his commands and decrees that are written in this book of the law and turn to the Lord your God with, your, with all your heart and with all your soul. Amen. So note, it is clear. It says, if you obey, read it again. If you, you obey, obey the Lord your, your God, God and keep his commands. And, and if you obey God and keep his commands, it says, and then, there's then there. It shall what? Go well with you. To go well with you means success. 
So it means if you don't obey God, then it will not what? Go, Go well you. with you. And he went out to say, and you shall what? Prosper. There's no gimmicks in the Lord. There's no gimmicks. If you see a pastor doing well, he's not lucky. If you see a pastor who is not doing well, he's not unfortunate. If you see a Christian doing well, he or she is not lucky. There's no gimmicks. So it's clearly there. Say, if you obey the Lord your God, then it what? Go well with you. Then you what? Prosper. You can make excuses, but it is when you obey God, then it will go well. But not what? He said, if you obey all his commands. Yes. If you obey all- uh, Today, I want everybody, forget about the kids. Adult, read the Bible. Read it. If you see, whenever you look into the Bible, your spiritual eyes is being washed. So if you don't look in the Bible, it's an error. He said, the eyes, the eyes is the door to your soul. So what this eye see is important. Yeah. So it's important you read Bible. Because the Bible, it, the words are spirit. So the words are spoken to your spirit. It enters you in a way that you won't get it from anything but, except by reading what? The Bible. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. So it is when you, for success, for pro, prosperity, prosperity, it is by obeying the word. Yes. Or the word. Not someone. That's how simple Christianity is. Or you can complicate it. Look at Deuteronomy 11 verse 27. Today is just to show you. That's why I say we read a lot of scripture. Direct that everything you want with God is connected to obeying his word. Years ago, this occurred to me. I say. I think we don't understand. How can you disrespect your mother, disobey her, and go back to her for money or for trainer or for permission? As a parent, you, we just know what your mother was saying. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? Yes. If you, you are older and she cannot beat you, she cannot punish insult you, she'll just ignore you. It's the same with God. Read the Deuteronomy 11 verse 27. Hallelujah. Amen. The blessing if you obey the commands of the Lord your God that I am going to give, that I am giving you today. Amen. Amen. He said the blessing if you obey the command of the Lord, which is his word. When you continue to read it, he mentioned a lot of blessing. And also said the curse if you don't obey. But this is just to show you that the blessing, you see, to be blessed is simple by obeying the word of God. When you are obeying the word of God, it brings blessing. Because to obey the word of God is to walk and do things in a certain way. And that way of doing things and walking brings nothing by what? Blessing. Imagine if you're stolen and police knock your door. They they don't know you're stolen, but they knock your door. You see your heart. Because maybe they are looking for the next door neighbor and they want to find out, have you seen your heart? But if you haven't stolen, you don't. You understand? So the Bible says, do not steal. But I'm just saying, obeying the word of God puts you under a blessing, puts you on a path that will lead to blessing. 
So we pray for blessing, blessing. Prayer is good. But if you obey the word of God, if you are in obedience to the word of God, blessings, blessings will come your way. It's that simple. Matter of fact, if you are obeying the word of God, you will pray daily. Because the Bible says, pray without ceasing. You want prosperity? Look at 5 verse 9. Deuteronomy chapter 5 verse 29. You want prosperity? You want your future generation to be blessed? We are concerned that for our children. But read it for me. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy chapter 5 verse 29. Yeah. Oh, that their hearts would be inclined to fear me and keep all my commands always so that it may go well with them and their children forever. So said, oh, if only they will hear and obey some of my commands. <laughs> no. Check your Bible. <laughs> some of my commands. All. The one I agree to. No. Oh, my commands. Then, it may what? Go well, go well with them and their children. Oh. Mm. <laughs> If you want to it to go well with you and your children, Deuteronomy say it is simply by obeying all the commands of God. Yeah. If truly obey all the commands of God, the Bible teaches to love your children. Isn't it? Yes. You know the Bible teaches to be sure not to cause your children to be annoyed. Yeah. When the Bible spoke of honor thy mother and thy father, after he t- said to the parent, make sure you don't stir these children up. Yeah, for anger. Because some sometimes parents can be unreasonable. So you can be saying, honor thy father, thy mother, but you are always stirring your child up. Your actions, everything. So your child will even grow and be rebellion. Why can't I go to parties? So she'll grow and say, now I'll go. Now you can't say no. And she'll end up at clubs. Because you, you, you forsake her to go to parties. Which is not sin. But if you obey all the commandments of God, you say it will go well with you and what? Your children. So if you want it to go well with your children, you and your children, obey some of the scriptures. <laughs> He said all. He said all. He said all. It is the all that we miss out. We pick and choose. Mm-hmm. That one will not bring you blessing. That one will not bring you blessing. Look at another scripture for me. Deuteronomy chapter 5 verse 10. We read the 529. Today we are looking from the scriptures. Because we've read from the scripture that obedience is better than sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And today we just want to see, I said everything in the Bible is tied to what? Obeying God fully. Not 50-50. Not 80-90. Not 90 but fully. That's what people don't get. If you have a car, I bet you, I want to show you one small thing to remove from your car. One small thing. When you go open your car, there's, you see a place called fuse box. 
open this fuse but you see one that they draw a car key on it it's small like that this even this my tip of my finger is bigger it will be either yellow or pink remove it just that small thing and break it and throw it away it's just small and see if you can move your car yeah you can do everything you cannot move your car it's the same with god you can obey 90 that 10 percent is the loophole everything is cost 90. if you want to understand life and steady car yeah steady car he said, all things work out for the good. All things, mean a lot of things must work out well for good. No one thing. No one thing. When Reverend Sumpa came here, after serving, I asked him, I said, I mean, I, I asked him because you never know what you will learn. I said, so what, what will you tell me for church group? What, what, what is the secret? He said, oh, as for church group, it's a lot of cocktail. <laughs> Not like one particular thing, which is true. A lot of things have to work together. That is life. So he said, if you obey all my commandments, read it for me, amen. Deuteronomy 5, verse 10. Uh-huh. But showing love to a thousand generations of mm-hmm. those who love me and keep my commandments, amen. You want God to love you? Yes. Amen. You want to, I like how he said, I lavish love. But he just do not lavish love unto everyone. Determinant 5 verse 10 say, only unto those who what? Keep what? My his commandments. commandments. Who obey his commandments. God doesn't practice favoritism. But he also loves those who love him. And hate those who hate him. But if you want God to lavish love on you, <laughs> it's not fasting. He said, to those who ought, obey my commandment. But if you love, you obey the commandment, you fast anyway. Because he said, he said when you fast, he didn't say if. If means choice. When means expected. When you fast. <laughs> So we've seen, we talk about the love of God, love of God, let me be the apple of your eye. You just simply become by obeying the commandment of what? God. Look at another scripture. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 24. Amen. I I just want us to see from the scriptures for ourselves that everything we want from God is tied to what? Obeying what? Him. It's that simple. How do you go on? Whenever you hear the word of God and the word of God say A, and truly that is what it says, you just give up and just obey. You make up your mind that you obey. Amen. Amen. Obedient is a choice. That is why it's called obedient. You can choose not to obey as we've been choosing. (laughs) So it's a choice. Not like some people are special, that's why they are able to obey. No, no, no. It's a choice. It's purely a choice. Amen. Because if you truly start to obey God, he will help you obey him. Amen. Amen. Read it for me. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 24. Uh The Lord commanded us to obey all these decrees and to fear the Lord our God so that we might always prosper 
and be kept alive, as is the case today. Amen. Amen. Be noting the word all. So he said, God has commanded us to obey all this degree. That is his word. Why? So that you might what? Prosper and be kept alive. Mean to be preserved. So if you want to be kept alive, this is like to be protected, to be preserved. It's simple. To obey all what? His degree. All his degree. To be protected, to be preserved. They can't take your life. It's just obeying all his degree. Not, not some. You can do it. You can do it. Because almost every Christian, when you sit down, there are always three or four things that you've left out. And when you begin to do these three or four things, in a certain sense, you'll be in total obedience towards God. Amen. And you'll be preserved. I'm not afraid of anything. And I always say it. Because one thing for sure, I'm not standing here on my own. It is only God that has kept me. So my focus is God. As long as I obey God, he will preserve me. It's that simple. He will preserve me. Because I say he will preserve them that would obey. So you, you want to be covered, your children to be covered. Just obey God. Not the word all. Because that is where many are getting it wrong. Some have reserved some next year, next two years. As for this, I don't agree. As it's your own cup. You know, the Bible keeps stressing on the word all. Mm. Oh. Read another scripture for me. Deuteronomy chapter 7, 12 to 15. Hallelujah. I want you to see it in the Bible clearly for yourself. Amen. You see why I say obedience is better than sacrifice? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Deuteronomy chapter 7, 12 to 15. Hallelujah. Amen. If you pay attention to these laws mm-hmm. and are careful to follow them, no, then... not this one. So you say, if you are careful to follow it, the word of God, meaning it takes carefulness. You have to be careful. Why do you have to be careful? People, some people intentionally would like to cause you to disobey that word you are obeying. Situation, when you look at the parable of what? The sower. Situation, circumstances can cause you to undermine that word that is important. Even fear, lack of faith, lack of understanding. So he said, if you carefully, eh? Then the Lord your God. Not the word then. Then is important. Meaning without it, whatever is after the then, you won't have it. Without what is before the then, what after the then will not happen. Happen. Uh Then the Lord your God will keep his covenant of love with you. For God to keep his covenant of love. Covenant of love stand the promises, the thing God has said, depend on your obedience. Let's not forget the scripture we read. It is as we obey him that he is what? Our God. Uh-huh. Yes. As he swore mm-hmm. to your ancestors, mm-hmm. he will love you and bless you mm-hmm. and increase your numbers. For God to love you depends on your obedience to his word. For him to increase you depends on what? 
your obedience. Uh-huh. He will mm-hmm. bless the fruit of your womb. The, we call this bless the fruit of your womb. Bless your children. Depend on what? Obedience. Uh-huh. The crops of your land, your grain. Prosperity. To bless it, increase it. Uh-huh. New wine mm-hmm. and olive oil. Mm-hmm. The calves of your herds and the lambs of your flocks. To bless your businesses, your job. It, it's equivalent to your finances. Depend on obeying God. I know a brother, very prayerful. For the past five years, he has changed jobs more than four. Or he was sacked. Yeah. Because, you see, he's not in obedience to the word of God. Even the prayer that he's praying is purely for his gain. <laughs> yeah. It is not natural to be sacked from work for different jobs. It's not natural. <laughs> you see, but prosperity comes by total obedience to God. Uh-huh. In the land he swore to your ancestors to give you, mm-hmm. you will be blessed more than any other people. To be blessed more than others depend not on a prophet, not on a pastor, but on obeying all the word of God. Uh-huh. None of your men or women will be childless, nor will any of your livestock be without young. The Lord will keep you free from every disease. To keep- be healthy. To be healthy depends on obedience to God. Total obedience to his word. I didn't say it, it is there. God heals the sick, mm-hmm. we know. Yes. But we know he does not heal everyone. Why? We don't know why. Because no one can tell you why. Even if they know they are afraid. But one thing we know he will keep those who obey his word what? Completely what? Oh, you just read it. Yeah. I mean, you keep them healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Finish it for me, the 15, please. He will not inflict on you the horrible diseases in new in Egypt. He you will not allow Egypt. certain diseases to come against you. Horrible diseases. It's by obeying all the word of God. Many people fear sickness now. Doing everything they can. But sometimes they leave out the one most important thing. Total obedience to what? God. God. So health, victory come by what? Obeying Pain. God. Yeah. It sounds simple. But many are not in total obedience to God. There are others who even obey the word of a prophet, especially this one, prophet especially. Because there are things that is pastors especially. But there are things that are prophet especially, you know. Because naturally people want to hear nice things. So, prophet, sometimes the way they speak and things, the people tend to even hear the prophet and obey the prophet word than the word of God, which is purely foolishness and stupidness. Because without God, the prophet does not exist. Without God, the prophet is nothing. Wherever a prophet speaks, without God, it won't come, even if he or she speaks the truth. 
But he, as a pastor, I've heard several people that what they are obeying is what the prophet said, but it contradicts the word of God. And you show them clearly and still, no, no, no. There's no way you see that by obeying a prophet's word, it will go well with you. It is by obeying the word of God. Matter of fact, the Bible says, even if I tell a prophet something and it comes to pass, and the prophet says, do likewise, and it contradicts my word, do not do because for all you know, I'm testing you. It's in the Bible. That's why, like prophet as prophet, God doesn't allow them to have church unless God make you a pastor. Because one can be a prophet and a pastor. It is obeying the word of God. I can tell you all the sweet things. I can tell you all the visions. You can dream all the dreams, but that is not what makes the difference. That is just information. That is word of knowledge. That is just insight. But it is obedience to God. Obedience to the vision. To the dream. To the instructions from God, by God, his word. That is what makes the difference. That is what brings the prosperity. Look at another scripture. Which one did we read? Deuteronomy 7. Read Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 3 for me, please. I just want us to see it. Because there's no gimmicks. There's no gimmicks. Amen. Amen. Read it for me, please. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy 6, verse 3. Yeah. Hear, Israel, mm-hmm. and be careful to obey. Note the word. Be careful to what? Obey. obey. So that it may go well with you. So that is the same as then. So that meaning, so that it may go well with you. So for it to go well with you, depend on your obedience. Well, with you in your finances, in your marriage, in your career, in your ministry, in your life, your health, your interests, your plans depend on what? Obedience. So look how I put it. Say, be careful. Many Christians are not careful. You see, if we should accept this, because all this thing is automatical, it is automatic. Amen. Amen. Finish it for me, please. And that you may increase greatly in a land flowing with milk and honey, just as the Lord, the God of your ancestors, promised you. Amen. Amen. So it means God can promise you something without obedience to him. It will never come to pass. Because if you obey, then it will go well with you, just as God has what? Promised. That's why I say the visions and things is good, but it's nothing. You know, there are churches, I don't want to mention them, but there are some denomination of churches. They are good churches. There's no dreams. There's no vision. There's no casting of devils. There's no healing. But the people are prosperous. Because, because of those churches, like, they are Bible-believing churches. They believe, you know, they believe the Bible. They take it word to what? Word. Amen. So you say, so that, so that, or then, it will what? Go well, Go well with you. It's total obedience to. No one is above God. Even on our line, maybe when they take the first step, maybe we will not be included. <laughs> so when it comes to God, the key is to obey. It is the only master key. I would like to show you more scriptures. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 1. Or 6 verse 2, please. Hallelujah. 6 verse 2. 
Deuteronomy chapter 6. God wants us to look at a lot of scripture. That's why we are reading only from Deuteronomy so that we don't get thrown away so that we can look at more scripture. Because it's just to show you that everything is tied tied to obeying this. That's why we are always looking at it. That's why we are always preaching from it. Because if we don't know how we what? Obey. But the sad thing is, or the unfortunate thing is, ignorance is is no excuse. Even if you don't know, and you are doing it, <laughs> it will still affect you. You don't know it's hot water. Okay, put your leg in it. It will not burn you because you don't know. You see, it doesn't work like that. So that means it is for your good that you must know. <laughs> Please, do you understand? Yes. Yeah. Read it for me. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 2. Yeah. So that you, your children, and their children after them may fear the Lord your God as long as you live by keeping all his decrees Mm -hmm. and commands that I give you and so that you may enjoy long life. Amen. So he said, as long as you live, as not the word, as long as you live by obeying all his decrees and commands, then what? It may go on. well with you. And you have what? Long, long life. life. So it is ongoing. As long as. Last day I did obey God. But it's not good enough for today. <laughs> if I stop disobeying God right now. My life will begin to turn. You wouldn't know it. Because you only know it when it starts manifesting. Mm. But that is how it is. So yeah. It's good you are saved. But the only advantage you have. For being older Christian is your experience in that one crowd we can zoom. Amen. And you've seen things, all things be because so you are much courageous and you have much faith. But it's all about obedience from now today. Matter of fact, there's a scripture that says if one is in the Lord and is obeying God and stop obeying God, God consider him unrighteous. And one who is a sinner unrighteous, the moment he starts obeying God, is considered a righteous person. So it is on time now. Because you, you understand? Or you think it's not fair? Okay, then stop bathing. You've been bathing over 20 years. <laughs> don't brush your teeth for a week and don't bath for a week and let's see. All the 20 years will amount to what? Yeah. Because God is real, everything is real. So you say, as long as. As long as. That's why, you see, when I, as a pastor, when I see certain pastors and people are talking about them, I don't understand. I fear to talk about them. No, the fact that like somebody like Benny, over 40 years, what he's doing today, over 40 years, he's been doing the same thing. Longevity. I, the fact that he's still doing the same thing means something. means at least... He's still in obedience to God. Before he many come, before he many come to him, they've all fallen. They are nowhere. Somebody like Bishop Dakiwa Mills. About 30 years ago, the crusade he goes, even yesterday, he's still going to places, villages where there's no toilet. You have to dig a hole. <laughs> the fact that he's still doing the same thing, meaning he's still in obedience mm. to God. Because, you see, you see, as long as many people believe for a season and they stop, many used to believe. 
But that is what kept you to where you are. But the moment you stop, everything begins to what? Or you don't still agree? <laughs> then, okay. I wanted to say something, but I'm afraid the woman will beat me. <laughs> I was saying, saying but their husbands have been faithful, so they, are, they should allow their husbands to check other sites. <laughs> Trouble will come right now. Everything will spoil. You see? Yeah. It's the same with God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He didn't beat me. Amen. <laughs> Look at Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 1 to 3. We are looking at these scriptures so, so that the reality will come on us. Because like we are too much sleepy. We, we don't think it is real. Or we, I don't know how we are thinking. But the thing is, it will affect us and we will lose. Because in a certain sense, God doesn't need us. We need him. Amen. Amen. Look at it for me, please. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 1 to 3. Hallelujah. Amen. When all these blessings and curses I have set before you come on you and you take them to heart, wherever the Lord your God disperses you among the nations, and when you and your children... Three zero. Okay, yeah. And and when you and your children return to the Lord your God and obey him with all your heart and with all your soul... According to everything I command you know today. Know the word. According to everything. Eh? Then the Lord. And know the word. Then. Hmm? The Lord your God will restore your fortune. Will restore your fortune. So restoration. Restoration comes when you totally obey all the word of God. Many people are asking for restoration. Not even trying to find out where they got it wrong. He said, then, isn't it? I will restore. Yes. So restoration, restoration, praying for restoration, praying for restoration is good. By coming by totally obeying all the word of God. And prayer is just one of the several things of God we must obey. Several things. Just that it is like the fool. So we need it every day. You see, car, you know, the four is one of the things, let's say you buy it every time, isn't it? In June, you, don't, you can go six months a year without it, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But four, they almost every time you have to. So, so that is prayer. You, you understand? But you need engine oil. Engine oil is the faith. You, you understand? But even though you have faith, you, you need a brake fluid. It's a small fluid, you see? So without the brake fluid, <laughs> you are in trouble. You, that is wisdom. Because you have faith in general, without the breakthrough, to stop your car, it will fill. So you go and crash. So that is the breakthrough. You can liken it to what? With wisdom. You understand? And we have the water, which is free. It's like it's in the car. You don't top it up. You see? But without the water, you are in trouble. <laughs> the engine or your the breakthrough, the engine itself, what? Will cease. So let's say the water is the patient. The patient you need. The patient. The patient you need. You study car because God says I should write a book about life using car. I don't know how to. So I believe He is helping me even as I'm speaking all this because these things are not planned. <laughs> you, you understand? You, you try it and see. When you go empty your water and drive home, <laughs> you have for you have everything. Empty it and drive home and see. 
<laughs> you, you, you understand? And like the wiper, the wiper, the wiper doesn't work. It, it's fine. You've been going up and down. Mm. Go one day and it will start what? On the motorway. Rain. And you're snowing. <laughs> snowing. That is your end. Even though the wiper has not been working all along and you've been fine. But that day alone. So it's the same thing. Certain things in life, you don't pay. You don't obey it. You don't obey. So when the devourer comes, you're in trouble. Mm. The only time, the only reason you've been fine is because the devourer hasn't come. Mm. The arrows haven't come. But when it comes, you're in trouble. So it takes total what? Obedience. It takes total obedience. Look at another scripture. Deuteronomy chapter 4, 5 to 6. All we are doing here is for you to see, see that everything is tied toward obeying God. Amen. Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse yes. 5 to 6. Mm-hmm. See, I have taught you decrees and laws as the Lord my God commanded me, mm-hmm. so that you may follow them in the land you are entering to take possession of it. Observe them carefully, for this will show your wisdom and understanding to the nations who will hear about all these decrees and say, Surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. Amen. Amen. So he said, I have given you my word, laws and decrees, to obey it. He says, So that you may show wisdom and understanding. Other versions say intelligent. So if to have wisdom and understanding is by obeying the word of God. As you obey the word of God, eh, you begin to have wisdom and understanding. Because a lot of the things in the word, eh, you see, to you, you, you begin to obey it, eh, you will not see it. For example, it's something like tithe. Eh? If you are loose in finances and you begin to tithe, eh, the discipline of tithing I don't know how to explain it, but all of a sudden you get some strength. You realize that now you have control over money. If you are disciplined enough to be a tighter, you become disciplined enough to say, I'm not buying this. I'm saying this. I don't know, but it comes from that. So he say, as you obey, they will see that you have what? Intelligent and understanding. Yeah. I don't, it's mysterious, but I don't know how to explain it to you. Like, a curse is anyone who does my work was. Anyhow, serve the Lord with all your heart, your soul, and your strength. If you obey this word and you decide to serve God, God, you use your strength. Yeah, that's why we get tired, though. This morning, my alarm ran at 5 a.m. I look at that, I put it down. (laughs) (laughs) So, as I put it down, like, all of a sudden, I panicked. I realized I didn't, I stopped in no snooze. So, I panicked, look, oh, damn. Uh, five five. I said today they're five thirty. Five thirty. <laughs> you see, I was tired yesterday when I got home. I felt like they've beaten me. I just went straight to bed. I remember uh, Rumi was talking to me. I couldn't open my eyes. You, you understand? I slept like twelve before I wake up. Went back to work. So I'm saying you, you have to use your strength. But if you decide to serve God, what it will do is it will begin to cure laziness from your work, your life. Many people are lazy. Oh. Many people, the only reason they work is without work, they will starve, so they have to work. Yeah. You see, so if, it, if you embrace, you see that laziness 
will go out of your life. When, like people are in church, when you allow the instructions that come, it kills your weakness. It's because maybe your natural state is you just be. But I say, no, no, we are all marching on. Come on, march on. So he said, by obeying the word of God, he said, it will show you, they will see that you have what? Understanding and wisdom. Everything is connected to the word. So even when God gives to you, it must come through what? The word. Because everything is by the word. Everything. And remember, this word he gave to us, not to please, because he knows as we obey it, we will turn into something. You understand? For example, who has been to a gym and a gym instructor have taken care of him or her before? So may, I'm sure maybe when you go, women especially, say, I want to lose belly fat, isn't it? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh so what did you want to do? Just the tone. Tone the belly. But it's always connected to the belly. Most, most often, it's connected to the belly, isn't it? Eh? Oh, no, most often, it's connected to the belly, isn't it? Sometimes. Sorry? Some. And the bomb. <laughs> okay. So you see that most often, the instructor will say, with the belly, with the belly, this is the exercise you must do. Isn't it? Yes. And they'll say, with the bomb, this one, <laughs> you must do. So you can do the bomb one, but till you do the belly one, eh, the belly will still be there. Yeah. You see? Mm-hmm. So you've been going to the gym, but the belly is still there. Because you are not doing all the exercises. It's the same with God. You are picking some truths. You are not obeying also. Mm. You still have problems, challenges, difficulties. This is how simple it is. So, this is how simple it is. Look at another scripture. Deuteronomy chapter eleven, verse eight to nine. Hallelujah. Amen. Deuteronomy chapter eleven, yeah. verse eight to nine. Yeah. Observe, therefore, mm-hmm. all the commands I am giving you today, mm-hmm. so that you may have the strength to go in and take over the land that you are crossing the Jordan to possess, and so that you may live long in the land of the Lord, swore to your ancestors to give to them and to their descendants a land flowing with milk and honey. No, Amen. to observe, it says some of the commands, isn't no. it? No. Observe all the command so that you may receive strength. You see, the strength I was even talking about finances. As you obey, anything you obey the word of God on, it brings you strength. I don't know how to explain it. But it, with God, it is only as you obey. It, it, it brings you strength. It's mysterious. When I wasn't paying tight, I did lack. My finances were high, income were high. Now my income is low. I'm a tighter. I've been a tighter since I became born again anyway. But I don't like, in a certain sense, anything I want, I'll get. I don't know how. You see, because it brings you some strength. Strength. Not only marriage. If you obey what the Bible has said all about marriage, you get strength. 
And women love strength, not macho. They like strength. Not macho. <laughs> or am I lying? No. Yeah, they like strength. Amen. It brings strength. And you know, children, children, they don't normally fear the words you speak. Oh. It is the strength behind mm. your words. And I'm not talking about macho. Mm. Yeah. Strength, you know. So, all I'm saying is, it will give you strength. And it will also, if you want long life, it depends on obeying what? The word. Eh? Yes. Years ago, uh, when I became born again, I have a brother, I called him a Christian brother. Called, he also became born again at the same time. So it's like, it was just the two of us. All the friends were still wedding. So it's like just the two of us, we fellowship. And he had a strong prophetic gift. My father in the Lord was a prophet. My mother in the Lord, prophetess. So I felt a little bit abnormal. Because like, as for me, why don't I have it? Matter of fact, you can see it's like they were praised. Like there's something wrong. Why don't you have it? So I remember one afternoon, clearly I was fasting. I was lying down on the tiles like this afternoon. And the Lord, I heard clearly. That was, I would say that was one, one of the times I, I, the Lord spoke to me audibly. He said, listen, I've given you myself. The power of the Lord have I given to you. Then I heard John 1. So I opened my Bible. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was, I realized he has given me himself power. I said, okay, I, I give up at your timing. Yeah. Because listen, he is this. So as you owe everything is tied to obeying what? The word. His word. Mm-hmm. It's mysterious. Do you want promotion? Deuteronomy 26, 18 to 19. Hallelujah. Promotion, yes. Deuteronomy 26, yes. verse 18 to 19. Mm-hmm. And... The Lord has declared this day that you are his people, his treasured possessions, as he promised, and that you are to keep all his commands. Do you keep noting the word all? Yes. Uh He has declared that he will set you in praise, fame and honor high above all the nations he has made. To set you in praise, fame and honor mean promotion. Uh And... That you will be a people holy to the Lord, your God, as he promised. Amen. But this depends on what? Obedience. Visions and dreams. <laughs> no. On obedience to all God's commandments. Oh. It is a good thing. It is this simple. I beg you, church. You, you, you mark it. I come from a prophetic background. My father and the Lord, the one who ordained me where I was trained, is a prophet. To the extent that some time ago, Joyce even came to church. And after church, Joyce said, if this is how your pastor preaches, that I can't come to the church. You know? I mean, he's so, he's so prophetic that he finds it difficult to preach. That's what I'm saying. I, I mean, that's how deep he is. You understand? But in the church, we see people struggling. Because you know, one thing of the prophetic, it, it can also attract selfish people. They just want their solution, not God. You see, so you see them coming, one challenge after other. 
even though they are praying fasting, because many of them are not obeying the word of God. They forgot that promotion comes by obeying the word of God. Of course, if you obey the word of God, you pray. Because I say pray without what? Season. You will fast. But these two are just one of the several things we need to what? Obey. So promotion comes from obeying the word of God. Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 25. Do you want to be considered righteous? Righteousness comes from obeying the word of God. Yeah, our righteousness is through Christ Jesus. Through Christ Jesus, but by obeying the word of God. You, you understand? There's a difference. Not by Christ, just through him, but by obeying. Then the worldly people, all they have to say, oh, I have Christ and they are righteous. It's through Christ Jesus, but by what? Obeying what? The word, word of, God. of God. Amen. Please read it for me. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 25. Yeah. And if we are careful to obey all this law. Not the word careful and all. You can see it where? Everywhere. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Before the Lord our God, mm-hmm. as he has commanded us, mm-hmm. that will be our righteousness. Amen. Then it will be what? Our righteousness. righteousness. So it is obeying the word of God through Christ that that bestow righteousness what? On you. Without it, yeah, you won't have it. I didn't say it. Oh, and he said, oh, mercy. We pray for mercy, but mercy comes from obeying the word of God. Deuteronomy 13, verse 18. This is just to show us that everything, that's why I said, obedience is key, is the master key to every door. That is why I say it is better to obey than to what? Sacrifice. You understand? My my one lady, she used to be part of the church, said to me, Me, I give my tithe to the poor. That's what she told me. I said, the Bible didn't say that. The Bible said, take it to the house of God and they will give it to the poor. Do you know who the poor is? They say, Oh no, but I can't do that. I say, that's hypocrisy. You are just finding excuse. You understand? And I say, brother, sister. Which is to, to obey or what? To sacrifice. Which is better? If truly you are paying tight, why not do it the right way? Mm. You, you understand? Normally it's just excuse. Why not do it what? The right way. Uh, one brother said to me, as for me, I don't like prayer. I like worship. Because I got to know God through worship. When I worship, the presence of God comes. I say, it is true. Worship is good. But there's no way in the Bible that says, by worship, you shall overcome your enemies, or by worship, God will answer. I say, by prayer, God will answer you. So, worship doesn't cost things. It is good. But I say, by prayer. I say, there's no way in the Bible that says, worship without season. But I say, pray without season. I'm telling you to pray. I'm telling you you like worship. <laughs> Which one is better, to obey or to sacrifice? Obey. <laughs> you understand? One brother said to me, say, oh, I think, even a sister also said to me, I think we shouldn't pray in tongues in church. I said, are you a believer or an unbeliever? The Bible says pray in words and also what? In the spirit. He said, do not forbid speaking in what? Tongues. You think God is not wise? 
<laughs> Which one is better, to obey or what? Sir. You have better strategy okay. than God for the church. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> you see, obedience is better than what? Sacrifice. Please read it for me. Deuteronomy chapter mm. 13, verse 18. Mm -hmm. Because you obey the Lord your God by keeping all his commands that I am giving you today and doing what is right in his eyes. Amen. Amen. He said, because what? Deuteronomy 13, verse 18. Yes. 1, 3, 18. Yes. Read it again. Because you obey mm -hmm. the Lord your God by keeping all his commands mm -hmm. that I am giving you today and doing what is right in his eyes. Then read the King James. You have to speak mercy there. Whose version speak of mercy? Mm -hmm. Okay, King James. Mm -hmm. When thou shalt hearken to the voice of the Lord thy mm -hmm. God, mm -hmm. to keep all his commandments which I command thee this day, mm -hmm. to that, to do that which is right in the eyes of the Lord thy God. Mm -hmm. Amen. Sorry, Auntie. Oh, start from the seven. Sorry, seventeen. Uh -huh. Okay. Mm -hmm. from and the there 17. shall. And there shall cleave naught mm -hmm. of the cursed mm -hmm. thing to thine hand, that the Lord may turn from the fierceness of his anger mm -hmm. and show thee mercy. Show you mercy, eh? And have compassion upon thee mm -hmm. and multiply thee mm -hmm. as he hath sworn unto thy fathers. Mm -hmm. When thou shalt hearken when, thy voice. When, when. So for God to show you mercy, to have compassion on you, depends on when what? When thou shalt hearken to the voice of thy Lord God to keep all his commandments. When you listen and you keep all his commandments. So even mercy is connected to obeying the word of God. All. That's why I say my people perish for lack of what? Knowledge. Knowledge, Knowledge is information. Mm -hmm. If you don't know still, you don't know so you can't obey good. But it doesn't benefit you. It's no excuse. So even mercy, mercy, God, have mercy, is based on obeying all the commands of God. Mm -hmm. God, be compassionate. It's based on what? Obeying all the commandments of God. Jesus said it. Look at it in a different way. John 15, verse 7. Jesus said it in a different way. He summarized it. I always say the words of Jesus are simple but very deep. Amen. So Jesus summarized it in this way. John 15 verse 7. Hallelujah. Amen. If you remain in me uh -huh. and my words remain in you, mm -hmm. ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Amen. He said, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. But he gave what? Terms yes. and conditions. And the terms say, if you remain in me and my words what? Remain, remain in, in you. Okay, when you study the Bible, how to remain in Christ and for his words to remain in you is when you obey his words. Because you cannot choose this. Amen. So in other words, he said, if you obey my words, then whatever you ask of shall be what? Done. Given unto you. Mm -hmm. That's why we can pray so much, but small or no returns. Because the obedience comes first. I put it like this. Whatever you are praying for, you must make sure you are obeying God's word on that thing. So Jesus summarized it. But he said, say, ask and you shall receive. Yes. But he also said, if you what? Dwell in my words and my words will 
dwell I mean, in you. So obedience eh, is everything. Obedience is everything. It's everything. Point to note. Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 10. Point to note. 6 verse 6 rather. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 6. Today, as I said, it's just to show us from the scriptures that everything we want from the Lord is tied to we what? Obeying him by what? His what? Word. Amen. Amen. It's that simple. Sometimes the instruction is simple, but that is the key that will open that door. Point to note, Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 6. Hallelujah. Amen. These commandments that I give you mm-hmm. today are to be on your hearts. Amen. Amen. NIV. Uh, NIV. Yeah. Yeah. So Deuteronomy 6, verse 6. Mm-hmm. It said, This commandment, what? That I give you today. Must be what? On, on your, your hearts. hearts. Amen. Other Amen. versions say, Commit yourself wholeheartedly to it. Heart means accept it. Agree if you don't use your mind. You know, a lot of thought will come into my mind. Even as I'm preaching, a lot of thought will, will come into your mind regarding what I'm saying. Then your mind thinks about it. Then draw a conclusion. Whatever conclusion you draw to, that is what is in your heart. You, you understand? Mm. So when he says, let this commandment, let this word be in your mind, it means you decide to accept this and believe in what the word of god because <laughs> without it you will not obey it because as a man thinketh in his heart so, as a man concludes so is he that is what you will do not the thought that come into your mind as for thought many come into our mind but it's the one that you conclude that is what, what you will do so he said this way the key to walk in obedience let it be in your heart meaning accept it that it is the truth Holy, not the word all, not some. Let it be there. Accept that it's your final authority. I speak to people, I speak to great pastors because I'm a pastor, and sometimes they speak, they, they say things, but sometimes I could see from the word that the thing they are saying, eh, they are saying because they love me, but that is not the word of God. You see, eh, like don't fast, try, you know, it's like they feel pity for you. You understand? But the word of God say, when I fast, it's you. You, you understand? Even sometimes the pastors, we do that. It's like you try to bring the standard down, down for the people. But we, when we bring it down, you, it will not come down. Because the standard of God does not what? change. It remains what? The same. So even though I know the person speaking with me with good heart, everything, I know that is not the word. It is this word that must be in my heart. Sometimes they speak, they say, ah, what about faith? I believe. You, you, you understand? So it has to be in your heart. It has to be in your heart. One way you know if it is in your heart or not is the attention you give to this word by opening it yourself to study it, read it. <laughs> That's one sign that will let you know whether this heart word is what in your heart. Amen. The second point, Deuteronomy chapter 12, verse 32. Amen. 
This is very important. Because at this point, I've seen that many Christians fall short of it. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. Deuteronomy 12, verse 32. Uh-huh. See that you do all I command you. See that you do all the word of God. Uh-huh. Do not add to it. Or do take not away. add to it. Do not take from it. Many take from it. But <laughs> do not add. Do not take from it. As long as it is the word of God, I obey. Your words should be, do you really understand it? But once you understand it's the word of God, you must obey. Because all the scriptures we read, it gives, say, if you obey all. So he said, do not add. Do not take from me. You cannot help God. <laughs> God rather will rather help you. So do not add. Do not take. Keep it simple. You don't need to fast 40 days. There's no way in the Bible that says that shall fast 40 days. It said fast. So if you can fast once a week, once every month, 6 to 6, 6 to 12, if truly that is your strength, just fast. You, you, you understand? So people are fasting 40 days, which is good, which is good. But don't make it a rule. Because it's not a rule in the Bible. But if you have that grace, then you have to fast. Because if you have the grace to fast for 40 days and you don't, you now you see that the thing you are doing, Charlie, you are not at your best. God, God wants what? Our best. Please, do we understand it? Yes. So don't add some. Don't try to help God. You can't help him. You just obey. Just obey. Don't take some. Obey the thing as what? It is. Please, do we understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Another scripture is Deuteronomy Isaiah 8, verse 20 to 22. Amen. These are things to note regarding obeying what? The word of God. Because it is better to obey than to what? Sacrifice. Sacrifice. And everything is connected to what? Obedience. Amen. Isaiah chapter 8, 20 to 22. This one that I had to take you people outside. Amen. Of Deuteronomy, I mean, Amen. <laughs> Isaiah chapter eight, twenty to twenty-two. Hallelujah. Amen. Consult God's instruction and the testimony of warning. Mm-hmm. If anyone does not speak according to this word, they have no light of dawn. Amen. Amen. So he said, if anyone does not speak according to what this words, mm-hmm. they have no what light of what done yeah. so now every pastor what makes a pastor a prophet an evangelist a teacher and which left with one an apostle what they are is they must speak nothing but Word. this i can tell you sweet things it's sweet good things but i won't do you good because it is only the word of god that god backs <laughs> that will bring you we read promotion you can be fought. I can side with you. I can say, no, you are not fought. You are not fought. You are right. You are right. The other person is wrong. It will do you no good. <laughs> you understand? So it is warning us. It is warning us. Think of it. Why do false prophets still get following? following? One of the main things is they know what you want to hear. So they just tell you what you want to hear. So you'll be happy. They are on your side. You keep coming. It's a simple, you understand? Mm. So any pastor must bring you what? The word of what? God. 
he must speak based on the word from the word because without the word pastors do exist am i lying without this bible prophet do exist am i lying yeah it is the bible that says there's a prophet or there's a pastor yeah praise the lord jesus another point to note is deuteronomy chapter 29 19 to 21 and this point the reason why i want us to note is is many to get deceived by this amen deuteronomy chapter 29 19 to 21 hallelujah amen when such a person hears the words of this oath and they invoke a blessing on themselves thinking i will be safe even though i persist in going my own way they will bring disaster on the watered land. So, so listen, say if someone who is not obeying the word of God, going them own way, but still invoke this blessing, speak of the word, thinking that they will be saved, even though they are going their own way. Mm-hmm. He said, No, they rather what bring what disaster. disaster continue for us. On the watered land as well as the dry. Mm-hmm. The Lord will never be willing to forgive them. Mm-hmm. His wrath and zeal will burn against them. All the curses written in this book will fall on them, and the Lord will blot out their names from under heaven. We don't preach about curses, but in life there are curses. There are things that when you do, it puts you on the path of a curse. Curse is simply the absence of a blessing. Just like there are things that you do that activate blessings into your life, there are things that you do that activate what? Curses. curses. But even my point here is, he said, if you don't obey the word and you think, that it will go well with you because you are reciting the word and they say no no it will bring disaster because you see as you obey the word it puts you on a path as you disobey the word too, it also puts you what on a, on a path and every path leads to a particular what destination, destination. so not like God is going to curse you or something that is how things are in life it, you, you understand what I'm saying mm. that is how things are amen praise amen. the Lord Jesus Hallelujah. another point I want you to know is Deuteronomy chapter 11 verse 28 or not 8 verse 2 to 3 rather amen this is last but one scripture Deuteronomy chapter 8 2 to 3 amen hallelujah amen Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 2 to 3 mm-hmm. remember how the Lord your God led you all mm-hmm. away in mm-hmm. the wilderness these 40 years mm-hmm. to humble and test you mm-hmm. in order to know what was in your heart Mm -hmm. whether or not you would keep his commands he would he humbled you causing you to hunger and then feeding you with a manner which neither you nor your ancestors had known to teach you that man does not live on bread alone but on every but on every word that comes from the mouth of the lord amen amen so he said god he said god tested them to see what is in our, their hearts in relationship to what whether they what obey mm-hmm. his commandments yes. in it this is why you must the word must go in your heart because when the testing come whatever is in your heart that is what what come out but god does test to see if you obey his word please do you understand and he said also to teach them that man must not live by bread alone. We shouldn't live by bread alone. Think of it too. But by every word of God. We eat bread three times a day. Bread starve for food. Mm. 
I said we shouldn't live by that alone, but with the word of God, we must live by every. Do you, did you know the word every day? Eh? Yes. Every word of God. So if only we can live by every word of God, all or the few things or all the things the Bible say about us, for us, and against our enemies, we just see it unfolding. To teach us that we must live by every word. So sometimes, Christ, your difficulties, your challenges, according to this scripture, God is trying to teach you to live by the word. By not some of his word, but by what? Every oh. word mm-hmm. of God. Please, do you understand? Yeah. Because everything is connected to living. To live by the word is to obey the word. The word will help you. It's there to help you. Last scripture. Let's read Deuteronomy chapter 17, 19 to 20. Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 17, 19 to 20. Romy, Deuteronomy chapter 17, 19 to 20. Hallelujah. Amen. It is to be with him, mm-hmm. and he is to read it all the days of his life. He was talking about the word, the, the word of God. Eh? So that he may learn to revere the Lord his God. And follow carefully all the words of this law and these decrees. Mm -hmm. And not consider himself better than his fellow Israelites. And turn from the law to the right or to the left. Then he and his descendants will reign a long time over his kingdom in Israel. Amen. So he said we are to read the Bible, the word of God, every day. Isn't it? So that, he said, by doing that, it will teach us to what? Obey the word. Mm. Isn't it? Yes. To prevent us from thinking we are better than others. That is pride. Yes. So that we also know the ways of God. So reading the Bible every day for a Christian is a daily necessity. Prayer alone do not save. Matter of fact, prayer don't save. Prayer do not save. It is God who saves. We are to pray to God. God is the Savior. Prayer is not the Savior. I pray, as I said, I wake up five, by 5.30 this morning, I was awake. And when I finish everything, I just wear my bath, just wear my clothes, then that's it. So, But it is, I pray to God to save me. It's not the prayer that what saves. The Jews pray three times. The Muslims pray five times a day. You, you understand? So prayer alone does not work. It is prayer and studying the word. Rice alone is not good. Stew alone is not good. You need rice and sauce. You need prayer and the word. No, that is the fact. When you read only the word, you will have no power in your life. So still, devils can torment you. But you need to... Many Christians are, don't read the Bible. Now many think... What they read on Facebook, what we send on WhatsApp is their Bible study. No, all those things is plus. There's nothing like yourself reading your Bible daily. So he said, this is what will cause you to know and obey the word of God. But matter of fact, anyone who will every day take this book by himself to read it, to study it, actually want to obey it. See, the keys are in the Bible. If only you even obey this, 
if from tomorrow you get yourself a Bible, not the one on your phone, and you make your mind that no, if you're a Christian and you don't have a Bible, it's a shame. It's a shame. You have failed. Yeah. How many shoes do you have? How many sneakers do you have? As for the women, that will not even go there. <laughs> and you don't have a Bible. Are you not ashamed? If you're a Christian, you have children, they are over 10 years, and you've never taken them to a Christian bookshop to buy one or two, you have failed. You've taken them to every shop, but not a Christian bookshop. So this child will grow not even aware that there's something called a Christian bookshop. You must intentionally do things. Intentionally. We believe you have been blessed by the teachings of God's Word. For audio CDs, videos, books, and other information, please visit our website on www.devotionallightchurch.com. God bless you.